I do what you, okay. We good? Mm-hmm. All right. So, hello, hello, everybody. Hi, Alexis. Hi, Molly. Hi, how are you today? Good, how are you? I'm good. I'm actually really excited because today we are recording our very first episode of our podcast that we'll be talking about for what, like years? Yep. Um, so, this is a very exciting day. The enemy tried us today, but we're here. Amen. Here to talk. Hallelujah. Here to praise the Lord. Um, so, yes, let's just get to it. Um, everybody out there in the world, we'd like to introduce to you our podcast by the name of At The Well. Um, with Molly and Alexis. With Molly and Alexis. What up, y'all? It's exciting. It is. Yeah. Um, so, I guess, if you're wondering what At The Well will be about, essentially, me and Alexis got together and we realized, like, dang, we got a lot we want to talk about. Yes, There's we a do. lot in the world right now, a lot of calamity, a lot of suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also a lot of light, and I think a lot of times people forget that. And so we wanted to start this podcast to really accentuate that, that no matter what you're going through, what you're suffering, <clears throat> there's always going to be a, a hand there to, to lift you up. You know, you just got to know where to look Amen. and know who to go to. Uh, so anyway... This podcast is really essentially going to explore truly the words of Christ that we find in the Bible and how we can apply that to things we experience in our life and things in the world going on right now. Amen. So I'm going to hand it over to my partner here, Alexis. Introduce yourself, girl. Let the people know what you're about. All right. What up, what up, what up, everyone? Um, This is Alexis. So as Molly stated, we're just here to, you know, try to share the word of God, try to encourage people and just be a helping hand to others when we're in need, right? So at the well, I guess we decided on this name because as women, we can, in a sense, relate to the Samaritan woman that Jesus met at the well. And we relate with her because, you know, us being women and the circumstances in our lives that brought us to Christ. Mm-hmm. So we, it's, it's very similar. So <clears throat> I guess let's just dig into it. Right. So, you know, we decided to just to add on to what my dear Alexis um, explained here is, uh, you know, at the well is a very powerful symbol in that moment. Um you know, just in history, in uh, Christian belief in the Bible, it's a very strong moment because it's right then and there. There's many moments in the Bible, but that's a very, very, um, I guess, significant moment for us, especially because it really exudes the fact that Jesus is for everyone. You know, he's anybody can come to him. and But uh, that leads us into the topic for our first episode which is coming to Jesus as you are Mm -hmm. um and we really feel like this topic really accentuates you know the title of our podcast as well as at the well um so Alexis here she just to give you a little bit of background she is um I don't even know what the right word. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, let me not. <laughs> let's just say before we had Jesus, we was depressy and messy. Okay, mm-hmm. but um, no, she. We've done a lot of research, um, and she is one of those people that everything has to line up for her to for her to really understand it. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who are just kind of lost and confused as to how 
you know, just the name of someone or just turning to someone can help you or to, you know, lift you up in your life. It, let me tell you what, this woman here is probably the most hard-headed person I've ever met in my life. But <laughs> the fact that she, it, it just makes sense to her is, you know, even more proof for me that Jesus is, he is really our salvation and he is the Amen. answer. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. So coming to Jesus as you are, I mean, what, Alexis, what would you say that truly means to you? What, what is that? Why is that such a significance? Well, coming to Jesus as you are, I think it's, say, it's, I think it's a huge significance in the fact of all of us fall short of his, of God's glory, mm-hmm. right? None of us come sinless into this world. Mm-hmm. None of us live without sin. And for me, coming from my background, I mean, I'm 32 years old, and it took me over 30 years to find Christ. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> coming to him as you are during that time, I just I resonate so much with the Samaritan woman because I was in that dark place. I have been divorced. You know, I had relationships outside of marriage. Mm-hmm. I knew what it was like and what she was going through. So I think the significance behind her story, I mean, there's a lot that goes into it because, I mean, we're talking about a Samaritan woman. Mm-hmm. You know, if we read back. So let me stop you there. So you keep bringing up the Samaritan woman. So let, let's let's set it up for our audience here, for people who know nothing about um, the actual story or the moment. Um, you know, the, there's a there's a strong significance here in the, in, in the fact that um, – the primary person that Jesus chooses to reveal himself to in his ministry, mm-hmm. um, I would say among the first, besides his disciples, right. is a woman and at that, a Samaritan woman. So can you explain to our audience, you know, just kind of set it up, just set up the story and, you know, how that can lead into this whole, you know, just this whole moment and what it really means. Well, I would say, I mean, if, if we're going to mm-hmm. set the picture, the tone for it, Um, If we go back to 2 Kings and chapter 17, we see that the the history of the Samaritans. So they were brought into this land. They're worshiping false idols. um, And at that time, the king had a rabbi come back, Mm -hmm. a priest come back to teach them the ways of God, of, of the Lord. And... So that kind of sets the background as to even though they had the teachings, the scripture, they still chose to worship false idols. So that's why the Samaritans were separated from the Israelites or or the Jewish people. And given that, I mean, they weren't allowed to partake with anything that came to the Jewish faith. Mm -hmm. So... It's, kind, it's, it's wild to think that Je- this is the person that Jesus is choosing to, re- to reveal himself to. Because, I mean, we're talking about a, a woman who has had multiple husbands, as Jesus says, but only one true husband who she's not really divorced from, right? So she has multiple husbands. She's a woman at that. So Jesus just, and, you know, the way that Jews handled it then, Jesus speaking to a woman was just kind of, it's, it's out of the norm. It's not something right. that people would do. Right. So, and her, you know, she came from a poor 
background, mm -hmm. as we can see, you know, she's going to fetch her own water. So she she clearly doesn't have service to do that for her. Right. And apart from that, she's going at an off time, like not with the group of women, typically how they would do it back then. So something definitely was stirring within her spirit. Mm -hmm. You know, she 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 needed the grace that Jesus provides. Right. And I, th I think this is very important because a lot of times just as us as individuals, we often feel like an outcast. We feel like we don't belong um, in a certain belong in a certain role or, you know, whatever it may be in our lives. We at some point, everybody feels like an outcast. And I think even now, especially everyone is reaching for acceptance or validation that they matter, um, mm -hmm. that, you know, here you are, here you have Jesus who, you know, has this, you know, this very, very high place of authority, yeah, right? High and, priest, yep. You know, and he's, you wouldn't think that someone of such importance or of, you know, such stature would choose to, at the, at the time, it's very, very taboo for him to choose to even just be in the presence of someone like that, you know, um, and like often, like I said, there's so many times where I don't, I think everybody in their life feels like they're not worthy or that they're, they don't matter mm -hmm. um, because society can be a very cruel, cruel place, you mm -hmm. know, and you have to establish a certain amount of, I guess, ranking or um, just, a, you know, success in order for you to even be taken seriously, you yeah, know, like to, for so even, social uh, standard. Yeah, it's a social standard, yeah. you know, and it's especially then you know she had everything working against her she was a female she mm -hmm. had no authority she had no she had no um status mm -hmm. uh she was of a bloodline or of a culture or of a, of a community that no one cared for frowned you upon. know was frowned yeah. upon um you know she was in every way someone that he shouldn't even been you know, acknowledging, Conversating right, yeah. just acknowledging at all, you mm -hmm. know, and so it's like this woman was literally like just that he chose her out of all people, yeah, you know, and it's a, it's, it speaks volumes in his character and who God is and what he represents, mm -hmm. and um, so yeah, it's it's just a very it's a very um, there's just so many depths to it. There Let's is. just say that. There's, yeah. just, there's so many depths to it. And uh, the fact that he also spoke to her and came to her when nobody else was around. So mm -hmm. he didn't need to have the validation of others to, to you know, be okay with him talking to her. Right. He didn't, ha he didn't do it as a show. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's, I feel like that was an important thing, too, because so, so many times people do things that they feel is righteous but they only do it because it gains a crowd. Right. But he didn't do it for that purpose. He did mm -hmm. it solely for her, yeah. you know. For her need. For, because he knew that this woman needed him. Mm -hmm. He didn't do it for her, you know, his own selfish gain. Right. Um, so I think that's another important thing to, to also note is um, if you are ever feeling like you can't come to Christ because whether it may be you feel guilty about something or you feel dirt, you know, just like, you know, just kind of dirty spiritually or, mm -hmm. um, you know, whatever it may be. There's, there's so many excuses that I've heard from people in my life that, 
mm-hmm. gives me gives them a reason to not come to Grace. Right. And it's like you do not have to just from this story alone, you don't have to feel as if you need to get rid of or get yourself to a certain, you know, uh, stature in order for you to come to Christ. You can come to him exactly where you're sitting now. Exactly. You know, you can be an addict. You can be, you know, a person who's addicted to pornography or you can be a person who, you know, can't get away from, uh, you know, casual sex, whatever it may be mm-hmm. like in those are those are just an example. I mean, you can even just be a person who is, you know, got your whole life together. Yep. You know, you've reached the top. Yep. But a lot of times when you've reached the top and you've accomplished everything that you could, you don't even know where to go. You're lost. Yep. So you can be at, you can be at the lowest low mm-hmm. or you could be at the highest high yep. and Jesus will still accept you. And, you know, um, it's, it just doesn't make sense for it's almost like. <sighs> I mean, I'm going to put it this way, you know, for just kind of put it in real layman's terms is, you know, if you're sick and you're sick and you want to seek, you know, healing, you're not going to try to heal yourself before you go to see a doctor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's the same concept. It's the same thing with Jesus. You know, he doesn't ask you to try to get yourself together before you come to him. No, because we can't. Because we can't. There's no way we can't do it without him. No. I mean, that was the whole, you know, the whole reason that he's here. Right. Because we can't. That would negate you know, his purpose. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, given these laws, you know, the, the commandments that God has given us, not not to say that we shouldn't be living by a standard, mm-hmm. but we can't fulfill these laws. We can't. I mean, it's been proven over and over and over mm-hmm. in the Bible that we we can't come to this standard that God requires of us mm-hmm. for salvation, but we can when we're bought at a price. Right. You know? Right. And so, um, as you know, me and you both know, we, we don't see coming to Christ as a restriction. We don't see it as, mm-hmm. you know, we don't see it as, no, you know, being oppressed or, you know, but a lot of people that I the know. Contrary. Right. It's actually the quite, the quite opposite, mm-hmm. you know, because when you do come to Christ, there's such a freedom to it. You there know, is. there's a, there's a freedom because you now know that regardless of what anybody says about you, you are worthy mm-hmm. and oh, that you okay. are loved and that you have, you have the grace. Don't have me up in here crying. I know, bro. Let me tell you what, cause <laughs> it's crazy because I'm going to say that because I feel like a lot of people need to hear that because a lot of times in this world, you know, there's such a stigma about, well, I don't want to be, I don't want to be involved in something that, just gives me rules to follow all the time or uh you know i have to be a certain way and that i mean that's why we're making this episode is that we're telling you you do not have to be a certain way to come to christ christ is not asking you to basic to to fill off these uh these options on this application you know what i mean there is no application Mm -hmm. there's just a door that's it that's it you know there's no application to get into heaven. No. There's no ticket you can buy. No, there's nothing. Yeah, and I mean, we're bought at a price. I think, I mean, to elaborate a little bit more on that, I mean, in in the story of the Samaritan woman at the well, you know, Jesus is telling her mm-hmm. that he is the way. That's what he's telling her, that if, that if you take a drink from me, you'll have living water. Mm-hmm. So Jesus, 
you know, he's he's paving this way to show people that you have to be reborn again, right? right? And that's coming to Christ as you are. Right. And, and to touch on, like, what you were saying, it, it is often mis- misunderstood that you have to be a certain way before you can come to Christ. And that could be further from the truth, as you were saying, because I can recall in my own personal life, when I came to Christ, I was far from a you saint. You was wild now. That, you know, they try <laughs> yeah. to paint Christians to be. Right. And, and yeah, I mean, I was, I was all over the place. I mean, take it from me. Listen, I'm trying to tell you I was all over the place. And I and can tell y'all I was a witness now. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's like I came, I came to Christ as I wa- as I was, and he w- he was there. He he right. had always been there. Right. But when I finally opened my eyes, so to say, I you know I encountered him, and and my life was changed from there. Right. And and that's another thing also too is like even with this Samaritan woman, you know, it doesn't go on to tell us what happens. After, you know, Jesus, she confirms that he's the Messiah. It doesn't go on to, you know, tell us much more after that. But can you, can you just imagine? I mean, she's she's going to tell everybody that he's the mm-hmm. Messiah. The promises that he's mm-hmm. bringing. The fact that they're going to be able to um, worship the Lord anywhere. Right. You know. And that that's, like, amazing to think about. Because she did, even when Jesus was speaking to her, she didn't get it at first grasp what he was saying. Nope. She she she, she doubted. It. She questioned it. Yeah. Right. Like, and it's just you know it's just it's so neat to see that because having experienced that in my own life and to see a woman thousands of years ago that has experienced the same thing. Right. I mean, Jesus is truly transformational. Right. He is, and I you know, and I would even preface or not preface, but follow up and saying, like. I've known you for close to a decade now, mm-hmm. and you know we were we were before Christ. We were messy and stressing and depressing. We were yes, we were. <laughs> I mean, and you know what's crazy is that we came to Christ in our darkest moments. Yes, yes. And it wasn't it wasn't yes. like when we were, you know, it was we were messier than messy. We were already messy. Mm-hmm. Then we was just we was just an atomic bomb. Like it, we were just in a just a swirling. I, I can go on and on, mm-hmm. you know. And um, if y'all enjoyed these podcasts, you know, I hope you guys get to we we get, we get to know each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yes, the, 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 we were especially. Especially me. Especially you. And I, the reason why I say that, and I'm not going to go into detail right now because it's a lot of personal things, mm-hmm. but it wasn't that you were not a respectable person. It mm-hmm. wasn't that. It was... Yeah, because I have morals. You have morals. Like morals that were instilled as a child. Right. You know, to be respectful and so right. on. But spiritually... I was dead. We were dead, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were lost. And like... You were in a very, 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 very dark place to the mm-hmm. point where I would almost say that there wasn't even any much life in your eyes whenever I saw you. And and the fact that you came to Christ when there wasn't really much left of you anymore, and he literally, and I, I, I can attest to this, I witnessed this, and I honestly, this is part of the reason why I have so much 
um, just faith in him because I literally saw my best friend, you know, just in a state where I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what, what at this point we don't know. <laughs> like There's nothing could it, help me. Yeah. yeah you know? There was nothing. I mean, you could, you Therapy could do. didn't help. Yeah. I mean, those things were enough to get her through the day. Yeah. But that's the thing is, and, and I want to really accentuate this is when you come to Jesus openly and honestly, and even if you have questions mm-hmm. or you are not quite sure yet, mm-hmm. but if you just allow him to transform you or to be just to welcome him into your heart and your soul and you are vulnerable, mm-hmm. it's such a beautiful and powerful thing. And the crazy thing is, is that he literally just almost instantly brought this light back into your, in, into just your spirit. Amen. And I, I saw it. I mean, I literally saw it and y'all could call me crazy. But crazy. it's it's true. <laughs> I mean, it, you, it, it, it it translates in so many things that you did. It and, does. I mean, I can say the same thing with my own experience, you know. But, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to – it's just a it's – a, it's, a, it's a very beautiful thing. I mean, we're getting all choked up here because – I, I mean, know. I told you don't have me in here. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize, y'all. It's a very – it's a very – it's but it's beautiful. I mean, we're crying because – it's we're happy yeah. that the this is where we are now, mm-hmm. you know, and we, that's we, that's why we that's another reason why we're starting this podcast. Yeah, you know, because yeah. we know that people are suffering, and Jesus or God, you know, Jesus is God. He doesn't promise to never ever have suffering, right? But let me tell you what, having him in your life. That suffering ain't got nothing on you, boo. It, it hit different. It hit different. It hit different. It's almost like you turn into this warrior. Amen. And you just be like, all right, bring it on. Right. Bro. <laughs> like, it's it's so weird. Like, because, I mean, and that doesn't mean that you're not going to have moments. Because at the end of the day, you're human. And you are. Right. You are going to be susceptible to your sin. So give yourself that grace. Yeah. But it's just, there's like a different strength. And um, so I'm going to go further. You know, I'm actually, you know, I'll be kind of getting off topic. But. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me go back to what you were saying earlier about Jesus wanting to give this woman the living water. Mm-hmm. That's such a strong symbolic moment as well, mm-hmm. because you know Jesus is you know he is the way and he is the living water. And what we mean by that is that you know coming to Christ, you were given eternal life, not in the way of the physical realm. You know it's 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 way past than what we anything that we can comprehend. Mm-hmm. But it's more so, you know, your spirit. It's it's Jesus comes into your life to make you sustainable, not to just give you temporary comfort. Amen. As long as you're you're open as to long receiving as, that. Right, it's right. As long as you're open to receiving yeah. that. So in the, I guess you can in this moment you can see it as, you know, the Samaritan woman is a vessel, mm-hmm. and Jesus is the water. Amen. That's a word. Amen. She's she's the ve- we all are vessels, mm-hmm. and. It's almost, and it's like, let's go back to, you know, that again. You, you come to Jesus as you are. If you try to fill your vessel in preparation for Jesus, there ain't going to be room for him, Mm-mm. you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, water, the fact that Jesus compares himself to the living water is such a powerful thing, you know, because water is. is a very indestructible force. Mm-hmm. And it's very, it's very unmoving in what it is, you know. 
and water is so symbolic all throughout human history. You know, let's, let's, let's even look outside of the Bible, you know, which we don't do often, but we do. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes. Right. (laughs) We can't deny that fact that, you know, water is such an essential part of who we are. And um, oftentimes we, we, we are so focused in this world on the physical aspect of, of life that we don't think about it spiritually. So, you know, Jesus is literally the water he is what quenches your spirit just like how physical water the element of water quenches your body you know it, it's that's who he is that's what he does mm-hmm. um and it's in an abundance it's everlasting it is. you know um so you know i feel like i am taking up all the time but oh, no, you know you're fine, you're <laughs> fine. i'm going with it i'm going with it but um, i would agree with you because when we think about water which is state the fact and i know this is this is completely off topic we don't got nothing to do with it but um water is powerful it is. i could tell you that because i almost drowned in florida so right. water is powerful <laughs> so it's the only water he he's the only water we gonna swim in you know what i'm saying we point, can't swim worth a day no you know <laughs> so water is powerful but like you know as you were saying you i mean you gotta think water is involved in everything it, mm-hmm. it's a part of our human nature, mm-hmm. our bodies are made up majority of time. We of literally water. are, are, we are literally designed to find water. Exactly, exactly. And for Jesus to represent himself as water, because also to add to that, water can, how do I want to put this? It can shape itself into whatever it's poured into. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it's poured into an ice cube tray, into a glass, right. into a vessel, into a vase. It can be molded into anything. Exactly. Right. And I, oh, I actually didn't even think about that. Yeah. So it's and very fitting for Christ. Right. It, it is. It is very fitting. And that's, it's very fitting with, you know, the, the theme that we're discussing today is mm-hmm. coming to Jesus as you are. You ain't got to be shaped a certain way in order for him to be poured into you. No. No. You know, you don't. And just the I mean, I know this is something that we'll talk about later on in a, in a different podcast. But to add on to that, just coming as you are, just know that, you know, Jesus's grace is sufficient. Mm-hmm. Right. We know that. But the things that are inside of you are transformed the moment that you are saved by the works of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So having to clean yourself up, as the analogy you used earlier, you don't fix yourself prior to going to a hospital. Mm-hmm. You don't clean yourself prior to taking a shower. Mm-hmm. You know, we when that living water is poured into us, that gives the Holy Spirit his chance to, to transform us through mm-hmm. the sanctification process. Right, so right, right. And, you know, historically, in er- and even in science, you know, just water itself, that's what it does. It purifies, mm-hmm. you know, and I mean, I'm, I will also say we, we, we will never get to a point where we are, we are a hundred percent. No, you know, we will never get to that point. No, because we're, the fact we're that the God knows that and still is like, no, I'm going to pour myself into you is, mm-hmm. is, is, is an amazing thing. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to you saying, you know, bringing up his grace. It's in an abundance. It is. Um, so, uh, we can, we can always get a little off topic. Oh, I, I know. We could sit here and talk for days. I swear. <laughs> we we just be we just be reminiscent, bro. Mm-hmm. But um so yeah, I I mean I feel like I'm gonna just kinda bring things kinda back to the center. 
um, I feel like we really wanted to talk about this because oftentimes, like I've mentioned before, we don't feel, I don't know, we feel, we feel very unworthy a lot of times, whether it be in our job, in our relationship, whatever it may be, you know, and the crazy thing is, is that with Christ, like he doesn't require anything of you. No. There's no requirements. And that's very, I'm going to go back and saying, I've studied a lot of, let's say, Western mythology mm-hmm. and just kind of just studied about Western civilization in general. And I mean, I've, I've actually, actually studied, you know, different cultures as well. And there is not any entity that I know of, and y'all can correct me, but there's not any entity that I know of that truly accentuates the fact that you do not have to fulfill certain requirements in order for you to come to Christ, for Christ to accept you, for you to even to, for you to walk to the door. Mm-hmm. The only thing that you have to do is just come, be open to, be open to Him mm-hmm. and accept Him and believe in Him, and it's just you know. Um, it's not as daunting and intimidating as people may seem may feel like it to be. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's not really at all. Not. Yeah, because I want to uh, speak on that topic because as you were saying a little bit earlier, the path that I came through to finally encountering Christ, it it wasn't the straight and narrow path. It was very. It much was, the wrong way. Right. So it, it was like Cedar Point Headed to crack. destruction, yeah. not only spiritually, but physically also. Right. And so to touch on that, <laughs> I am weak. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. She, she's so she's so filled <laughs> with the Holy Spirit. She doesn't even know where she is. Right. Okay, I'm, I'm so. just kind of all over the place. <laughs> um. So, bro, no, I don't forgot. We'll be, no, we can cut it out. Okay. okay. <laughs> this is funny. It's bloopers. Right, bloopers. But, um, yeah, definitely. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't forgot. Where are we at? Basically, well, it's what was you saying? That there's no requirement. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus doesn't ask us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, there's, um, Okay, let's 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 start over. So yeah, there's no requirements in coming to him for salvation. There are no requirements for mm-hmm. it. You have to be open, you have to be willing. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't necessarily say that those are requirements, but that's like how you ab- would approach anything new, right. right? And so I would say I didn't come to him cleaned up. I was in the messies of the messies is what we're going to call it. I don't even know if that's a word, but we're rolling with it today. Mm-hmm. And um, what? I don't forgot again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> okay, 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 wait. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Um, but, you know, Okay, I, I'm back on track now, y'all. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's been a long day, okay? It's been, the, the, the enemy been the, trying, bro. The, yeah. It's all right. Just Today, say. this morning been rough. Right. We're going through a time <laughs> change, okay? I'm trying to keep it together. Right, y'all. right. But um, it, 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 we don't come to him with any type of requirement. We come with openness, right, to right. receive 
the free gift of salvation and with that we're sealed up with the holy spirit as the bible tells us but during or and through the sanctification which i know we'll touch on this a little bit later at a different process at a different podcast Mm -hmm. but um the requirements through your transformation Mm -hmm. and i think we'll leave it for the the next podcast because i think that's something that we do need to dig um deeper into right 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 and i i I mean i do agree with because let me i actually i'm going to first read a piece of scripture from galatians 328 and it's basically just accentuating that we are all, you know, of within Christ, right? Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter who you are. And he says, there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male or female for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And he accentuates this a lot, you know, all throughout the Bible mm-hmm. that it don't matter who you are, bro. Mm-mm. If you come to Christ, we all, we all one. Amen. You know, we... And that's such a beautiful thing. And I think that in this world, especially, people are fighting for that so much. They are. They are fighting for that so much. And they're just like, you know, and the crazy thing is that Jesus, he'll he'll look at your differences. He'll mm-hmm. look at you and be like, I don't care. I right. don't care. Because of God's grace. It's because it's of God's grace, you know. And it's it's not to say that, say, for example, you have your whole life together. Mm-hmm. Everything's going great. And you're like, well, why do I need Jesus? Right. You know? And it's like, because during those moments of suffering, you're going to need something, mm-hmm. someone yep. to lift you up. Yep. And it's and I, my answer to that is, I'm not saying that <laughs> only the sick or only the people who are weary can come to Christ or should come to Christ. Mm-mm. Everybody should come to Christ. And it's as you are. I don't care if you are, you know, at the top of your game. Right. Because in this world, we should never, s- our true purpose is not to seek happiness. No. It's not to seek a certain status. It's not to seek a certain accomplishment. No. That is not our purpose. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Because if you, let's put it this way. If if you, if you make your purpose to seek happiness, how are you going to survive the moments of suffering? Right. Because happiness is fleeting. Right. Success is fleeting. Right. Money is fleeting. Right. Jesus, when you seek Jesus, you have strength through it all. Right. You have joy even when there is suffering. Right. When we rejoice, we praise. Right. And that's what's so important. Yep. And, I mean, that can even go going into, you know, what you were referencing, you know, for future podcasts of, you know, um, Disciplining ourselves. Yeah. Those things are put into place when you come to Christ so that you can sustain those moments. Exactly. Just how your parents raised you to have morale, ethic. Because mm-hmm. it ultimately is what helps you survive the world. Right. You're not setting somebody up to have temporary moments of sanity Mm-mm. or temporary moments of everything in this world is temporary. <coughs> but everything built within your spirit, nobody can take from you. Right. Right. Because they can't lay hands on it. No. No, you can't because it's not in in the physical realm of things, Mm -hmm. you know. So, and I I would definitely agree with you. And and again, like how you're saying, coming as you are, coming to Christ as you are, it doesn't, the the circumstances you're currently in doesn't impact you coming to him. Mm -hmm. 
Because as the Apostle Paul tells us in Romans, we all fall short of the glory of God. Oh, yeah, 100%. So all of us equally need God's grace. 100%. There's not one better than the other. Nope. I could have 10 mil in my bank account. Or I could have negative $20,000. I don't know where I came up with that number, (laughs) but... Yeah. And we both equally We can only get $40 on our tax refund. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter because we equally need it. Right. I mean, it's not even... I want to extend it to not, you know, not just uh, where you're at socially. It's, you know, everybody... We are sinful by nature. Amen. And it is only by the strength and grace of God that we can step away from our sin. Mm. Yeah. We can only do it with with the power of Christ. Right. And so... Don't ever feel like because you know, th- or just because you know you know that you're doing something sinful or that's not correct, that it don't feel like Jesus is not going to turn you away. No. No. Like not. I mean, and please, you know, gals and girls, please don't let other people define who Jesus is for you, mm-hmm. because. When you come to Christ, that relationship, it's a relationship, actually. Yeah. You're establishing a relationship or you're initiating a relationship when you come to Christ mm-hmm. as you are. Yep. And, you know, I'm going to go back to saying, you know, when we said it's not that hard, it isn't. When you think about it in those terms of a relationship, okay, when you start a relationship with somebody, you know, you're going to be upfront and you're going to show them who you are. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, I mean, yeah, you might be putting on a little bit more, you know, oil in your hair, you know, whatever it may be, a little bit more a little makeup, a little glam, you know, <laughs> boo, 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 woo, woo. You know, I'm feel, I'm smelling fresh, you know, I'm clean. But ultimately, that's just the dating part, mm-hmm. you know, to actually be in the, you know, the, the trenches of a relationship. To have a successful relationship, you have to show each other who you are honestly and truthfully. Mm-hmm. You have to be vulnerable with one another, with one another, and that's really essentially all that Jesus is asking. And He's not even really asking, but He, that if when you approach Christ, you would approach Christ in the way of a relationship. Yeah. And that's because that's essentially what it is. Yeah. Um, and each and every one of us have our own relationship with Christ, and that's what I mean by don't let any, anybody ever define to you who Jesus is, because Jesus will reveal that to you. Right. Well, and, and, he, and he reveals it to us throughout Scripture. Right. So. Because you can easily go and be like, well, I watch this, and, you know, and I think Jesus. Well, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And it may have some credibility. And, you know, we, we could argue that our podcast is one of those things. Yeah. But ultimately, those things can lead you in the right direction. But ultimately, truly who Jesus is, is in his words. Mm-hmm. And what he reveals to you in the relationship that you build with him. Amen. You know, and um, just, so. Just to add on a little bit to that, even with this podcast, you know, anything that you're spoken, whether it be through a podcast or a YouTube video from TikTok, what you see on Facebook, even your pastor and your church, always be testing the words and the spirit of it with scripture referring back to scripture Mm -hmm. making sure that it's something that's aligning with god Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 100 percent. i mean that goes with anything really 
you know, in this day and age, it's so easy to see something on your phone and be like, oh, that's truth. Mm -hmm. You know, no, truth is this Bible. Amen. You know, truth is what Jesus puts in you. Mm. And, I mean, there's many times where I get it wrong. You be like, nah, bruh, let uh -huh. me pull it up in the Bible. Yep, <laughs> you I'll know, you I'm like, dang, I got that wrong. <laughs> you know, so. And the same goes for me. Yeah, right. So, I mean, it's okay to have that, um, to have that critique. You know, mm -hmm. to have that person keep you in check. Jesus is always going to keep you in check. Amen. You know, he does it gracefully, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the Holy Spirit but you a little bit. You know? I mean, I really want to accentuate to y'all. It's, it's a relationship, and you're not going to come to a relationship, at least a relationship that you care about, as somebody completely outside of who you are. Right. Because ultimately that's going to set you up for failure. Right. And I can really, truly speak from experience on this one. Mm -hmm. And – you know, there's, it's a beautiful thing because I was one of those people who thought I had to be a certain way or put myself together or, you know, be in a specific mentality in order to come to Christ or God. I, I felt very unworthy. And it's because of what I went through, you know, in my past relationships. And um, just, you know, I, I had a little bit of church hurt, you know, and all that, whatever. But so I, I was one of those people who, falsely believed that and I'm here to tell y'all like the relationship I have with Jesus is probably the healthiest relationship I've ever ever had in my life mm, and you so. know just to kind of give y'all a little bit of background I was in a relationship and a, I mean mind you a dead-end relationship I didn't know at the time <laughs> um you know in my early 20s I was with this person for 13 years and I believed that he loved me but in all reality in order for me to feel that love or to feel acceptance or to feel that worthiness like I had to put on a show I had to be a certain way mm -hmm. I had to perform a certain way I had to cater to him a certain way in order to to feel that and it's it's very ungratifying it's not gratifying at all no. and I'm not saying that you come to Christ to be gratified I'm not saying that mm -hmm. but it's it's not love. No. Like, I'm not saying that I didn't love the per I did love this person. But I was, I didn't feel like I can come to him truly as I was. I couldn't be vulnerable with this person. Mm -mm. I couldn't be, you know, and I'm, it, 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 I feel like oftentimes I see it in a lot, in a lot of relationships where people f are afraid to be a certain way because they don't want to lose the person that they're with. And it's, and I'm telling y'all right now, you don't feel that way with Christ. Mm-mm. There is not a moment in my walk with Christ that I ever felt like I had to be a different way or a certain way in order for him to continue loving me. There was moments where I doubted that, but that was the enemy. Right. Because every single time, that's a whole different podcast, <laughs> y'all. We're going to go down that another road because let me tell you what, we be throwing hands sometimes. I could, I'm, there's been times where I woke up with black eyes because I was rolling, <laughs> I was throwing hands. Metaphorically, y'all. Metaphorically, because we don't fight no more, we say. Right. But, <laughs> but what I'm saying... <laughs> Slice, slice. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. I just hit my elbow. Oh, man. But anyway, what I'm saying to y'all is that this relationship that you can have with Christ when you come to him, vulnerable, torn, whatever, whatever state that you're in, he will never, ever make you feel, he will never condemn you for it. Right. He won't condemn you for it. And you know, being in, in a relationship with somebody for so long where I was constantly being held to a certain standard and 
you know, y'all could probably sit here and say, well, why'd you stay with that person for so long? It's because I didn't have that foundation in me to know truly what love is. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I know that my parents love me, right? right. I know that's a different, kind, that's of a different kind of love. Yeah. And I was operating off a of worldly love. Right. You know, I mean, that's a different episode. Mm. But <laughs> we got, bro, we got lots to, we got lots to talk about. Mm-hmm. But so I, I, I hope you guys come back. All right. I hope y'all ready. Um, <laughs> I hope y'all like us. Right. But I was with this person. And so coming to Christ and knowing that, like, at this point, I was so torn apart that I didn't even have the energy to put myself together to come to Christ. Mm. I didn't even have the energy to. And I came to him, and an, it was just such a beautiful thing to know that I could be 100% vulnerable with him, and he was always there for me. He was, you know what, actually, let me rewind. I was so, you know, I did everything against him mm-hmm. in every shape and form. I mean, none, I wouldn't say every single thing, but... In every shape and form spiritually, mm-hmm. I was, I did, I went, I, I didn't care. I was like, whatever, boo, you do you, you know. I, I was like, as long as I, you know, quote unquote, you know, do what I'm supposed to do socially and I'm a, I'm a proper citizen of society, what does it matter? Right. And I really lived in my life, I lived my life in rebellion against him. He had, it, you know, according to society standards and world standards, Jesus had no reason to to be there for me. No. He had no reason to 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 accept me as I was. Right. You know. And there's you know what is crazy is that a lot of times I hear so many times from people, dang, you don't want her. She's secondhand. Mhm. Or, or she's used goods. Or she's used goods <laughs> or dang, she messed up, bro. She cray cray. Mm. You know, and Jesus don't he don't care. I he know, don't I care. Might, I might be a little bit like Peter. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I know, is I know that what you mean. It's like, you know, society will sit there and just how they did with the Samaritan woman, be going to take it back around. Yeah. They labeled her. They put her in a specific mold. Mm-hmm. They, you know, put every, you know, marker on her as to why she was not worthy or why she is not worth anybody's time. Right. Jesus didn't care. No. Jesus didn't care when I came to him. I, no. I said, Lord. I got down on my knees and I said, I don't know what else. I, where can I go? Yep. Yep. Where can I go? And I, you know, thirsted for love for so long. And from this person that supposedly says he loved me, which mm-hmm. is, you know, the person I was with for 13 years. And I did everything that you could even think of that was right in the book. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I I was like, okay, Mark, this is what the society says, or this is what, you know, it, I'm acting like this. I'm not arguing, blah, 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 blah mm-hmm. and nothing. Yep. And then here comes Christ. Mm-hmm. Or he actually, not even here comes, he was always there. Yeah, he was always there. He was always there. And, was, I, and I It was s- funny, because I, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it was almost like he was just sitting there like, I've been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> like I've been about waiting, like, right? About time. Now here we this will be gonna do today, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, it, it's just a beautiful thing. So, it's just if you really, but you have to realize it. It, it you know, it is a relationship. So, you know, you have to commit. Yeah. And but the thing is, even if you do mess up, Jesus ain't gonna condemn you for it. Mm-hmm. He gonna be there for you. Right. And I think I think 
it kind of there's a fine line not i don't want to say a fine line but there's a difference between condemnation Mm -hmm. and conviction right because and that so we're not saying all this to say that when you do come to christ through the sanctification that there is repentance Mm -hmm. of sins right that happens that takes place Mm -hmm. and oftentimes even throughout scripture when when christ would intervene in a situation that wasn't deemed proper Mm -hmm. i'm not sure really what other word to put on it but you know when he would step in for these people he would always tell them go and sin no more right you know so so he's telling us that we also have to be in repentance of our sins right but that does not mean that you cannot come to Christ and work through that with him right. and with the Holy 100%, Spirit. 100%, because I'm going to tell you right I mean? now, I, I, honestly, I don't think it's possible without no. Jesus. No, no. I don't think it's possible. Mm-mm. And that's what I was saying is you have to commit. Yeah. You know, it's just like any relationship. Yep. You know, I, I, when you cherish a relationship with somebody, mm-hmm. you will do things to better y- yourself mm-hmm. and things that will basically nurture and, you know, um, result in the success of your relationship. Right. You know, just right. how our friendship, you yeah. know, our, there's... Because you mean, have to be a steward of it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's not, it's not, I guess when you're being a steward of it, it's, it's a lot different because with Christ, with Jesus, we're not having to fix ourselves alone. No. Because we have an advocate. Right. And we have the spirit of God in us. Right. right. So when we're working through these different things, these these sin issues, these trials, these tribulations, whatever it may be, Jesus is there. He's mm-hmm. present. The Holy Spirit is transforming us. We're not walking alone. Right. And I, I don't want to get into too much detail about, you know, my, my um, testimony, but I can relate to that in a sense because... It wasn't about me mm-hmm. anymore. Right. It wasn't about me. It was about the work that Jesus did at the cross. Mm-hmm. And him saving me, bringing me out of that pit of darkness, mm-hmm. as you were speaking about. I mean, he he literally saved me. Mm-hmm. And at no point during that did I ever feel shamed. Right. Because right? we know that that comes from the enemy. Right. I didn't feel that shame. I felt joy, mm-hmm. and I felt an overwhelming amount of peace right. that surpasses any understanding. Right, and love, mm-hmm. and I think th- that that's like the most important thing, and we have to remember that this gift is free. It is. It we don't is. have to pay for it. Right. It's so. It's such a beautiful. I love thing. free stuff. I don't right. know about you. You feel but me? Because in this stuff. in this economy, bro. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Can't even get a free Should egg you be right getting now. happy when you open an egg and it got two yolks. Listen, <laughs> you get that 50% discount. Right, you got that 50% discount. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I'm really glad that you brought that up because oftentimes, like I said, you don't forget, y'all, that Jesus died for everybody. Mm-hmm. And we're all broken. No matter how well you put yourself together, we are all broken in some shape or form. Yeah. And Jesus knows that. Yeah. And he's not asking us to pick up the pieces. Mm-mm. He's going to help us pick up the pieces. Amen. And the thing is, is that he's also remember, though, 
this is how beautiful Jesus is, he's not going to, he's going to make sure that you can continue picking up the pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when we truly say that, you know, you come to Jesus as you are or you can, mm-hmm. or, you know, it's, it's literally ingrained in everything that he is. I mean, he died and prayed for the people that were killing him. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that's us. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you look at, if you look at the image of the, you know, the crucifixion, that exact moment, you know, you kind of have to reflect on who are you, in the, you know, in that image. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're all of them, really. Yeah. We're the, the two pe- thieves on the right. cross. We're two, the two thieves. We're the people looking at him up, yeah. you know, dying there on the on the cross. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very powerful moment, and it's it's uh, oftentimes, I think, overlooked. Yeah. But if y'all can just kind of think to yourself, like, dang, this person who didn't even know me, I wasn't even born yet. Wasn't even thought of. I wasn't even thought of yet. Lineage probably not even started right. yet. And, <laughs> he, and he died for me. Right. Like, that's a very powerful, 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 powerful thing. Mm-hmm. And so he's not going to, yeah, you. he's not going to require anything of you. He just wants you to, to, Jesus wants to be in relationship with you. That's all. Right. Right. And um, he just wants to, you know, he want to be with his fam, bam. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's essentially what it is, really. But um, I, it's just, yeah, the, the the amount of, and this is going to go into a part two for this episode because there's just so much to talk about. We can't fit it all into one podcast. We, right. we don't want to tire y'all. But, <laughs> you know, with, with the coming to Christ and with coming to Jesus as you are, there is just so much grace that is extended in in the Samaritan woman at the well, mm-hmm. and just that moment that you come to him, right. there is so much grace. I, I can't, I can't, I can't accentuate enough to you how, there to this day, I'm like in awe as to why he even, like I'm like, dang, like I'm a child of God, right? Like, and I, my resume was not great, but right. you know what I mean. Right. <laughs> so like, <laughs> you know. So it is. It's, I mean, it's amazing. There, there's so much about God's grace that we literally are like, you know, now it's gonna be a part two to this yeah. episode. Yeah. But and that, that that's my favorite part because that that's what did it for me. It was at that moment when I truly understood what grace meant. Mm-hmm. Not not the definition in Webster's dictionary, mm-hmm. but what the grace of God actually meant, mm-hmm. and it was transformational for me. Mm-hmm. Because it, it surpasses anything that we could have here on earth. Right. It's just, we, we serve a good God. I tell yeah, you Yeah, we do. He's Amen. Good all the Amen. Time. He is. He is good all the time. Now, there's times where I act like, I'm like, my Lord. <laughs> you know, there's times where I'm like, do I really need to go in here and clean these dishes? Right. But, you know, it's <laughs> the God is always working in your favor. Mm-hmm. He is always working for, you know, for good. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing that he does that is going to work against you. Right. It is our rebellion that works against us. You know, it's 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 what our choices are that basically result in our consequences. You know, mm-hmm. everything that we choose to do or don't do results in a consequence. Right. Um. But I don't know. And another thing I wanted to kind of say too, before we kind of um, wrap up here, is. The fact that, y'all, I I mean, 
when I surrendered, there was just like a sense of freedom that I never had experienced before in my life. And um, there's times where I do forget, you know, or I do feel like, oh man, like I, I, I disappointed God. Um, like I, you know, I'm not doing the right thing or I'm kind of falling off, you know, falling off the path or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, God's probably going to like shun me and kick me out. You know what I mean? He ain't mm-hmm. he ain't gonna do that. Nah. That's that's from the enemy. So for yeah. those for those of you who who have accepted Christ or who are walking towards that path, don't feel like because you've made a mistake or you're you're not quite there yet or you you know just haven't really dropped all of those those habits yet or whatever it may be. Don't feel like that he's going to abandon you because he never will. Right. I mean, if he didn't abandon you before you came to him, what makes you think he's going to abandon you now? Amen. And the Apostle Paul goes on to tell us, and I think we'll touch on a little bit more in the next episode, that nothing can separate us from God's hand, from his laws in John. So we all know John 3, 16, Mm -hmm. that for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believeth in him, shall not perish but have everlasting life but we often skip over verse 17 right Mm -hmm. or we don't go into it but it tells us for god did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but to save the world through him so it comes back into the work that christ is doing the work that jesus has already already fulfilled at the cross he's won that battle right which brings it back into a full circle of the woman at the well. Given everything that she's gone to, she's speaking to Christ. Mm-hmm. She's speaking to Jesus who's telling her, I can give you living water. Right. And it takes her a minute, and it's just like, he's the Messiah. Mm-hmm. And just just for a brief second, I know we said we were going to wrap it up, but here we are. And it's all right. Could you, can you just imagine putting yourself in that situation? Jesus is coming to you. And I'm not, I mean, the scripture doesn't go into detail telling us exactly how she was feeling, but I know from my personal opinion, coming from a broken marriage, coming from a divorced marriage, mm-hmm. and the amount of sorrow, the amount of guilt, the amount of shame that you carry when you're a divorced woman, mm-hmm. and I can't speak for a divorced man because I, I'm not a man. Mm-hmm. So as a divorced woman, that that's the guilt that I was carrying. So just imagine being in that situation at your darkest and crisis coming to you telling mm-hmm. you, I have this gift for you. It costs you zero dollars. It will fill you and secure you into everlasting life. Like, can you imagine how she felt at that time? Right. That's that's right. So it's like mind blowing. Yeah, right? it is. It is very mind blowing, and I think that's, I think that's the reason why we we chose, you know, as that as the name for our, our podcast. Yeah. Because I don't care who you are, you know, Jesus, here, take them. Yeah. I, yeah. I you know we 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 have been so moved in our life by Christ and by God, you know, by God that we want others to know that they have that. Yeah. That is, it's, it's available to anyone. Right. 
there's there's no right there's no line you gotta right it's not like the cloud is invisible but you gotta pay for it you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like you can do it right now right (laughs) you can do it right now right right and it's it's such that's that's very is a very beautiful thing because oftentimes the thing that prevents us from doing what we want to do most or from taking for taking or for um taking that step taking that step sorry thank you um is shame yeah and i can fear yeah fear yeah and it's crazy and you know i'm actually gonna prefer i'm gonna actually say if jesus wasn't that big of a deal why is he so intimidating right you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, and fought against. Right. Yeah. And it's like, that should already tell y'all that he, he got something to offer you. He is the key. He, he's the key to success. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he is the living water. Amen. <laughs> and, uh, but I just, yeah, I don't, I'm actually sometimes at a loss for words because it's just, there's so much that he's, there's so much depth to everything that he does. Yeah. And the fact that he trusted this woman mm-hmm. to go and announce his presence. And that he's here. And that he's here. The beginning of his ministry. Right. Like, that's like his first impression on the world. Right. He chose this woman. Right. This person. Right. So if you feel that <laughs> there isn't grace for you... That's a lie. It's a lie from the author of all lies. Right. Because there is grace. And in the episodes to come, you know, we'll continue to talk about it and continue to reveal different, you know, parts of the Bible where Jesus shows his character over and over and over and shows the grace that he has for all of us Mm -hmm. and his promises and how he's faithful. Right. So definitely stay tuned. We hope to he- that you guys are back with the next episode. Because mm-hmm. we got a lot to talk about. We do. We, we do. got a lot more to talk about. And, you know, I, I mean, also, we, we hope to have you guys extend some grace for us, too, because this is our first time around. Yeah. Um, so we will be setting up um, an email account and um, and probably a, uh, a blog. So, you know, you guys can communicate with us, you know, via email or through the blog. Um, more to come on that. Uh, we will yeah. let you guys know with that one. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I really hope you guys enjoyed, you know, hearing this episode. Yeah. Um, and thank you for just kind of joining us in, in, in this conversation. I mean, we would hope we we hope to to have many more to come because we there's a there's so much and I spent I I I feel like especially now in this world there's just a lot of lost hope there's a lot of chaos there's a lot of confusion there's a lot of um I just feel like there's so many despair there, yeah there's so much despair and there's just like so much you know, houses that were built on sand that are toppling over. Amen. You know, and so... We need that firm foundation yeah. that comes through Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Can the church say amen? Okay, Bible salesman. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, I mean, I really I really uh, hope you guys choose to, to join us again. Yeah. Um, 
because we, we really enjoy talking to you guys and this is the reason why we started this podcast so mm-hmm. um more to come on that and so for the next episode uh it will be coming to jesus as you are part two which is god's grace and we're going to accentuate god's grace mm-hmm. um and that one we are is going to be fire bro it so is going to be, be it fire because there's it's oh man man we're gonna have a lot to talk about yeah we're gonna have a lot to talk about and a lot of our inspiration comes i mean it all comes from the word but a lot of it comes from the apostle paul Mm -hmm. and you know your favorite book romans yeah that's my favorite the apostle paul has a way with words he just he has a way with words to really get you to understand what it is right right yeah all right guys so we know we we hope you have a blessed day, and we hope th- that you return for part two Amen. of episode one. All right, y'all. God we'll talk bless. to you later. God bless.